are you in lead generation mode? Are you pumping more and more money into your lead magnet, hoping that people are ready to buy for that next step? only to find out that maybe they're not as warm as you would like them to be in the buying cycle. Maybe it's time you look at actually doing something live, like a live workshop that really kind of engages with your audience. Today, I want to tell you about some of my experiences and the trainings that I've done that have helped bring in thousands of new leads for courses using actual live workshops. All right, let's jump into it. Have you launched an amazing online course, but you're completely lost on how to scale? Welcome to the Online Course Elevator Podcast, where we explore the strategies for taking online courses to seven figures and higher. I'm your host, Joshua Lyon. Okay, so I like live workshops for a few reasons. Number one, they're more engaging for your audience than just having a auto webinar that's pre-recorded and running out there. Like that can work for certain things, but to me, it's not as authentic and real as a live webinar, which is number two for me. It allows you to be more real. It allows you to kind of be scrappy. It allows you to be in the moment. It allows you to be honest. And yes, sometimes when you are live, you're going to stumble over your words or you might say, um, but in all honesty, people aren't going to really realize that because it's live. They're there watching you. It's just like seeing someone on stage. You're not really worried about their little mistakes or the things that they say on accident, you're more worried about the overall message and just getting to be there with them, watching them. And number three is that you get live feedback from these type of engagements with your audience. You don't have to wait. You can actually do a Q&A right then and there and people can ask you questions and you get to hear how engaged they are, how much they love it, or what other questions they have about the content that you just taught. So in the past, in the past, I've used live workshops a ton to either attract cold audiences or to convert warm audiences depending on my business goals. And so I'll explain a little bit about what I mean by a live workshop, just in case there's anybody listening who maybe is still new to this space or is saying, okay, so what are you counting as a live workshop? I'm talking about a dedicated live event, probably hosted on your website, where you have gathered email addresses for registration, or you might've even charged for it, honestly, $5 or something. We have done that to really verify leads before. But I'm talking about a live training um, or event, and it needs to be something where you are delivering some value to your audience and moving them further down that buying funnel. Um, this moves them a lot faster than some of the other situations that we'll talk about in a minute. Um, this might be a demonstration or a panel of guests. It could be some kind of like um, teaching uh, setup. 
uh, but it usually ends in a Q&A with your audience to keep them engaged. And then it usually, after the Q&A, you have some kind of pitch or right before the Q&A, you have some kind of pitch for the next step in your process. And so when you're doing a live training, your audience is getting to know you a lot faster than they would through some of the other steps like, oh, here's an ad and then here's here's download my ebook or 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 watch this pre-recorded training and and then follow me on Instagram or something like that. Like that takes a lot longer for people to actually naturally get to know you and find the content within your big bucket of content that they actually align with. And so doing a live workshop can actually show them that you're real, that you're here, that you're devoted to that audience, that you're there to serve. Uh, so they can be really, really great tools for speeding up that warm-up process for these leads. And that's why you'll want to have some kind of next step in these live workshops to give incentive for people to stick around in your audience. You know, yeah, you've gotten their email and everything, but but maybe you want them to join your Facebook group or maybe you have a special, you know, free bonus for them or uh you if you're working on a more uh conversion based audience, like you're working on your warm audience and you're trying to convert them into a new product, maybe you're giving them some kind of massive discount or bonus opportunity if they buy into this new product. Let's do an example here. Let's say you were a golf instructor and you might do a workshop on five ways to fix your short game, right? Which is putting. So five ways to fix your short game. You would want to give them actionable steps on how to be a better putter. While you're working, while you're giving those actionable steps, you know, you're talking about all the things that they can go out and they can do right now, but also how that feeds into your long game and, and the rest of your game. And so then at the end, you might have a CTA, a call to action for something like, if you want to lower your score by 20 strokes or more, try my full course, you know? And for those here live, I'm giving a special 50% discount for the next 24 hours. And so that's a really easy thing to do to lead them to that next product. The other thing about that is it really is affected by whether you're talking about a cold audience or a warm audience. A cold audience may not spend that. A, a warm audience who already knows you and likes you, they may spend that. So it all just kind of depends. And we'll go through some of the process I use to plan a successful live workshop. When you're looking at these topics, they really should be a, a small miniature topic within the entire scheme of things that you teach. And they don't really have to be something that you teach in your course. Uh, they can be something, if you're just trying to gather cold audience, it's a great way to test topics. And they can be something that you actually don't teach in your other courses. And if they get a lot of response and you get a lot of signups and a lot of engagement, guess what? You just figured out a new product. So don't think of this as like, okay, I have to take a, a miniature piece out of my course. Uh, if you're trying to sell your course, you might. Yes, you might do something like that. But you can also get creative and work on new topics and get feedback on those topics and figure out what a new product might be.
Okay, so let's talk about planning a successful workshop and the process that you might want to go through. I've got a few tips here that I've used in the past. And the first one is decide on your goal. Just like anything else we do in business, we've got to decide on what the outcome we want is. There's got to be some kind of result that we're aiming for. And usually with works, workshops, I'm trying to do one of two things. A, I'm trying to attract new audiences, cold audiences who have never seen me before and are like, oh, this guy's giving away something for free. Or B, I'm trying to convert my already warm audience to purchase. Okay. So, you know, I've got an email list or, or social media followers and I'm trying to get them into this funnel to purchase a larger course or coaching or something like that, or a new product that they haven't purchased before. So if you are trying to get that cold audience, you're going to approach that differently. They don't know you. You're going to introduce yourself differently. You're going to have a different topic you're teaching. Uh, and that cold audience is not necessarily going to buy a $300 course after they watched you for 30 minutes. It's just not necessarily going to happen uh, unless you've got a really, really great kind of funnel system that warms them up to you afterwards as well. But all I'm saying is I'm trying to set expectations that don't advertise to a cold audience and expect them to watch your workshop and then buy right then and there. Now, if you're trying to hit people in your warm audience, yes, they might. They might purchase right after that first workshop. And so you're going to uh, you're going to kind of structure that differently. You're going to talk about a different type of topic or technique or strategy in order to bring value to those people who have already seen your basic content or are already maybe past that. And so like for a cold audience, an example of a next step or a goal might be that you want people to join your Facebook group. That's an easy one. It's free. You want to get people in there so you can keep warming them up and keep getting to know them. Or you might want them to buy a small, a low ticket offer product, like something that's $37 or something to really get them verified that, okay, this person's going to spend money with me. And then you get feedback from that product and you, you continuously improve it, so on and so forth. Okay, so number two is you're going to decide on a topic. And like I said, this topic is really going to be impacted by which goal you chose. And which goal you choose tells you which audience you're using, you're going after. And so your topic needs to align with that audience and it really needs to hit on their pain points. You know, if you just want them to discover who you are, you might choose something that's kind of broad and that would um, be attractive to a lot of people in your niche. However, if you're trying to pitch your warm audience something new, then you're probably going to want to go with a topic that they can really sink their teeth into, something they can really uh, that can really improve what they're doing or give them new insight. And that's why I say you might want to choose something that's for a warm audience that's not necessarily in your course, you might want to give them something really meaty and different. Okay. And so number three is you want to decide on your workshop approach and your workshop approach is really the way that you're going to present this information for your workshop. 
maybe you're just going to be sitting here on your computer doing a PowerPoint presentation or something. That's the way that a lot of marketing type of workshops and everything go because there's not really a whole lot of visual that you can do in front of a camera for marketing. However, you might be doing something like art or a sport or something like that. And so you might actually be standing in front of the camera showing them techniques or you might have somebody there who you're teaching alongside you while you're while you're going through this workshop and actually teaching the techniques to another person. I've also done panel workshops where we actually have like a panel of people, uh, experts come in and talk about a subject and take questions. And the other cool one that I've done is a battle style workshop, which is where two, three, four contestants actually compete on the topic and see who can do uh, whatever technique it is best. And while they're doing that, there is a separate host who is constantly like going up and asking questions. Oh, what are you doing now? How are you achieving this effect? Now, remember, this was art related. So, you know, how, how, what, what kind of paint are you using for this? But you could do it with a lot of things. I mean, go back to the golf example. Let's say you were able to have two people play off for a hole on, on like one hole or two holes or something. And then you had a co-host going, okay, you know, what are we doing here? What, how, are, how are you going to uh, get out of this sand trap? How are you going to avoid this water? Uh, what club are you going to choose here? And you've got two different contestants competing in this like miniature golf tournament. Like that would be a pretty cool workshop. Um, so the point is though, you need to think this out and, and really decide, okay, how feasible it is, is it, what, uh, how many people do I need? What technology do I need? You know, uh, am I going to have internet wherever I go and do this? Uh, so you just need to really think about the approach you want to take for this workshop. Number four is you need to plan out your workshop structure. And when I say that, I mean, you need to create an outline from beginning to end on what you are going to do in this workshop. And I don't mean you have to write a script. That's not necessary. That's not really necessary for these because they're live and you're not going to be reading that script anyway. But you do need a structure. You need to start with your introduction and decide what your icebreaker is going to be uh, as people are getting on, you know, asking them where they're from. Um, we always like to start with a kind of like an interesting, fun kind of topic to get people warmed up and engaged and, and used to sending those comments in the chat, because that's what we want. We want people sending comments. And so start there. And then we would talk about how we're going to move through the teaching. So we're going to start with this technique, then we're going to go to this technique, and then we're going to transition to this technique, and then here's the final product or something like that, right? And so, so then after that, you're going to say, all right, we're going to do Q&A, uh, but first, I want to tell you about a special thing that we have for you. And that's when you initially pitch your offer. And then after you've done that initial offer pitch, you're going to go into your Q&A. You're going to take questions. Some of them are going to be about the techniques and the or whatever you just taught. And some of them are going to be about the offer. And that's how you know, uh, to me, that's how I would know, like, okay, people are going to buy this. They're interested. They're asking questions. But that's part of the reason you want to give them the pitch before the Q&A. And so then after that Q&A, you're going to go into your final pitch. You're going to hit on the offer again. You're going to remind them everything that you're giving them in this offer. And then that is the end. So that was my workshop structure. Again, intro, 
icebreaker, uh, moving through the teaching, how you're going to teach the actual content, initial pitch, Q&A, final pitch. It's about six steps in there. You can adjust that however you want. That's just what kind of worked for us. And there's a lot of little mini steps in there as well. But I think it's a I think it's a great initial outline for how you want to do your workshop. And the last tip that I have for you is have technical backup ready to help. I can't tell you how many times we have had a great workshop and then we realize, oh no, the audio went out. Somebody sends a comment in the chat like, hey, I can't, I can't hear you anymore, or I'm getting all this feedback or something like that. One of the mics the battery died or something like that. And so we had people there ready to switch it out or we had to switch out mics. We had to get new batteries. Invest in having that person there. If you pay somebody 20 bucks or or 30 bucks or something or whatever it is you need to do, invest in having that person there at your workshop ready to tackle any type of technical issue. It will be much appreciated by your audience. It will be a lot less stressful for you because if you are standing in front of the camera, and if you're just doing a workshop here on your computer, doing a PowerPoint, you can fix technical issues right away. But if you're standing in front of that camera and you're teaching something, you're not necessarily worried about, uh, you're not necessarily like watching the comment section or uh, thinking about those technical issues that could be happening and checking that you're focused on teaching and and giving a good presentation of your skills. So just if you can invest in having that technical backup there. Okay. Those are my tips for live workshops. I couldn't go into everything in this one episode, but I hope that that I hit on the main points that will help you get your workshop live and structured and and have a really great result. And you can experiment with this. You can test new things. Be creative with these. People are looking for new experiences. And so I hope this was really helpful for you. And don't forget about the Course Elevator community on Facebook. It is a free group for course creators who have already launched a course and have some kind of income coming in. I'm in there all the time. I really want to grow that group and help people inside of that group completely free and grow a community of course creators who are scaling their businesses and creating freedom for themselves. All right. Thank you guys for joining me in this episode. I will see you next time. If you enjoyed this track, you can check out the artist Mountaineer on Upbeat. The track title is Check It Out.